Hey everybody, this is Henry Bourne alongside my good friend. What's up? I'm Chet Jamison. As always, this is the Muni Pros Podcast. Uh, back after a little bit of a break, we were last on with Marissa Steen. Got the name right again. Let's go. It's two in a <laughs> row. Uh, but yeah, we were we had about a two-week break. Uh, just for those not aware, Chet and I currently are both in school. So mm-hmm. sometimes life gets a little crazy. Um, Chet's, you know, marketing stuff and I'm analyzing stuff with communication theory so lives are are fun over here fantastic but on the bright side chat let's be honest here what is right around the corner you can feel it outside the weather it was 54 degrees yesterday it's, it's golf season golf it's season getting there. we're getting the edge and before we really dive in because we got a lot of good material for you i do just want to point out something to everyone listening um the first round of the year is being played this saturday by me my dad who has been on the show, and Jesse, who's also been on the show. Now, I extended an, an, a very generous offer to, to my man, Chad, over here. And it is his spring break, and like I said, school is quite, quite tough on us. But he is he's passing it up for a life of luxury at the lake. <laughs> and I, I just want all of our listeners to know, especially you Norwegians, uh, <laughs> that, that Chet's passing up on a... Now, and I want to point out, we're driving two hours you south. Are, it's going to be 70 degrees. You are just not even taking it, into consideration. It's hardly overcast. There's you, let me say this. I originally planned, before you asked me to play golf, to go to the lake house. I understand. You so have already had this plan. You already have prior obligations. I, I get it. Look, if you can't I, just call me out and call me the bad guy. I'm not saying you're a bad guy. I'm just saying clearly... <laughs> You don't care about golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not like not like we started this podcast or anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I uh we're very excited. Chet unfortunately is not gonna make it, but uh next week, barring uh school doesn't get in the way, we will uh definitely keep you updated on the first round scores. Yep. And uh, you know, Chet'll let you know, you know, how many times he dipped his toes in the water. But <laughs> 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 let's uh <laughs> what a great start let's jump right in oh, though uh yeah. i think the big talk of the of the last couple weeks uh is phil yeah. um so phil mickelson released a uh a letter essentially um and we'll go ahead and pull that letter up um basically he was in support of the saudi golf league or the what what was it kind of named we were talking about it like earlier in the podcast but it was like pgl premier golf league yeah it's the saudi international golf league That's um, what it's called i guess well they changed the name like three times too yeah, but i just keep seeing stuff on saudi international golf league but yeah so essentially um phil wrote this letter he he attacked the tour he attacked um jay monahan who's the pga tour commissioner um, and kind of just went at the PGA Tour like it was this dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, you know, as independent contractors, uh, you know, I, the, it just was essentially saying the PGA Tour shouldn't be able to control uh, where and when we play. And Phil was just hoping to create change in the PGA Tour. And needless to say, Chet, uh, it backlashed. Yeah, big time. Yeah, because um, I know, was it Dan Rappaport, who uh, 
Maybe it was him. I don't know, but after that statement was released, um, Phil came out with another, like that blew up, like you said, and then he came out with another statement basically saying that everything he said was off quote, off the record. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot. And that just made things even worse. It did make things worse. Yeah. So um, it was Alan Shipnuck. That's who it was, yeah. So we, I follow him on Twitter as well, and he basically said that the things... So Alan Shipnuck wrote a biography. I wouldn't say... It might not be a full scope of Phil's life. Maybe it's just his playing career. Um, and Phil comes out and basically says that the, the conversations that him and Alan had uh, for this book were off the record, which is kind of, in and of itself hypocritical yeah. uh, because it's he literally knew it was for a book yeah. but he said um, that it was off the record and immediately Alan Shipnuck quotes the tweet and is like first of all this is BS uh, it was on the record and he said uh, it basically went on a kind of a Twitter rant uh, just going after Phil rightfully so too no one wants their reputation tarnished like that and right. Alan Shipnuck is uh, one of the greatest golf writers in the last 30 years. Um, mm-hmm. I have two magazines from Tiger's Masters wins, the Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. the, the 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 cover story writer. I was trying to think of the term for that. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's actually a word for that, the cover author. Anyway, Alan Shipnuck's the guy. So he's been around, you know, for a lot of golf-related events, and Phil going after him, especially when... I, I Phil had to know it was going to be refuted immediately. You know, I mean, Phil had to know Alan was going right. to just immediately say, "You know what? <laughs> this is this is not true at all." Yeah. Um but in the aftermath of this letter, Phil has been dropped by Workday, KPMG, yep. uh Callaway. Callaway paused, paused. their relationship. Yeah. And Amstel Light, which I don't didn't even know that was his sponsor. Um, but my question is, and I I saw a tweet about this, and this is, you know, this conversation can go a lot of different ways. First of all, Chet, what what are your thoughts on Phil? Like, what 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 is he doing? He he's he clearly doesn't need money, and all the PGL or the S Saudi League was is just a big bid for money. It's not. Right. So here's what I'm going to say. Um, I think it was Rory McIlroy. Or no, it was, I think it was an anonymous uh, player gave uh, a quote that said, this is who Phil has always been. It's just now coming to light. I did see that as well. So I don't, I don't know what his goal was with this exactly. Um, I mean, obviously the things he said, I don't agree with just, uh, basically targeting these Saudi international uh, league guys. Um, but I don't know what his ultimate goal was maybe bringing to light some issues that the PGA tour has had with players. Um, but I can't really speak for him cause I don't really have all the information, I guess, but yeah, so. no, I, I mean, it's just it's just mind boggling to me that right at, I mean, he just won the PGA championship. Yeah. I mean, as far as we're concerned, if he doesn't 
do what he just you know he's done in the past month. He's literally riding into the sunset, mm-hmm. an absolute legend, almost untarnished. We'll forget that early two thousands insider trading thing, yeah. which I was too young to recognize or understand what that meant. But apparently, and I'm probably still. I mean, I'm not too young, but I certainly still don't really fully grasp what insider trading is. Um, but you know, Phil got through that relatively unscathed. Mm-hmm. And another thing I saw, and I talked about this with Grant and Jesse yesterday, um, but it, it's interesting. So you have Phil, who re- released a letter, and and if you want to put it literally, uh, and he Callaway, his biggest sponsor, his his sponsor that's been with him for what the entirety of his career almost, mm-hmm. paused their relationship, and then you have Tiger, who had one of the worst scandals in yeah. in yeah. sports history uh and Nike stuck with them now mm. the difference i mean i know it's tiger so you, you know you're you're thinking okay you know this is tiger woods the greatest of all time i guess i get why nike stuck with them and they were smart to do so look at look at the payoff you know right. 10 years later but second I just don't think I think it's it's a double kind of standard there. I mean, if Callaway is dropping Phil for this, it blows my mind that Nike didn't drop Tiger for that. And I know they're different people, and obviously different um, levels of. It's also different times. That I, I would agree. So. <laughs> I don't want to bring this up, I guess. Bring it up, chat. Bring it up. I mean, in this day and age, social media and stuff is a big influence on things, obviously. And so that brings more attention to these players. Um, I'm not saying social media wasn't around back when Tiger had that scandal, but, I mean, it's just, I think it's being taken advantage of even more in this day and age. And so I think they are taking that into consideration because they don't want to hurt their brand overall, Callaway. I would I I would agree with that. And the influence, I mean Phil okay, and and I've seen an assortment of claims here. But supposedly Phil won the PIP or the player impact program, right. which they haven't even came out with but the official winner, have they? No. So yeah. I supposedly Phil won, right? Yeah. Well, then I saw some Twitter posts some tweets <laughs> wow. oh my i just aged myself 35 years um and basically saying no tiger won so phil they don't they still don't know who won and i i find that interesting why why aren't they just picking somebody like i don't know why don't they're know. putting it off i don't know what they're waiting for i mean we're 40 percent. i saw dan Rappaport tweet we're 40 percent through the exact season already what are they doing so but I do think you're right. It, in this day and age, in 2009, I there was cancel culture, but it wasn't as extreme and rampant. Yeah, because it, now on Twitter, if something starts to go viral, there's no stopping it. Exactly. I mean, for example, to to bring up, um, let's the Ukraine uh, conflict currently. Mm-hmm. At the start, before the the conflict, this Kiev independent newspaper had 10,000 followers. 
in less than a week, they're up to 1.3 million followers. Holy cow. Because they're tweeting live updates of the conflict. So it's Phil, and I, I get why Callaway's pausing their relationship, but I just don't know if it's the letter justifies. Think about how much money Phil's made Callaway. A lot. How many people bought Callaway clubs, irons, because of Phil? A ton of people, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, their their stock went up a lot because yeah. of Phil alone. And so I just, I know there's there's that sense of don't bring shame to your sponsors, that kind of thing. But at the same time, you'd think after 30 years, 25 years, the sponsor would have some loyalty to a man who put, essentially put them at the top of the golf equipment game. Callaway... Who's to say what Cali would be without Phil, right? That's hard to say. I really think it's hard to say. I mean, obviously Phil has some influence, and not some, a lot of influence on the Callaway alone um, and their equipment because he's won with them so many times and done so well with them and stuck with them forever. Um, but you never know. Well, that's and I mean, you just hind- don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. We can yeah. say we can. You could go either direction. We can look back and say, um, like, oh yeah, Callaway clearly is what Callaway is because of Phil. But but that's looking back. We don't know what would have happened or who who would have been the Phil for Callaway if it wasn't Phil. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. So it definitely brings a lot. Phil, in the end of his letter, basically stated he's taken a break from the game to work on his mental health. Um, I my advice to him is just cut back on the coffee for wellness. Clearly, it's not doing any th- <laughs> anything well. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> but no, uh, he's taken a break. I'm gonna assume the first time we'll see him play since what the tournament of champions, or he may have played in a tournament after that. I'm not sure to be honest, but, but I yeah. think the Masters. I think that'll be his. You think that'll be his comeback? I, it'll have to be. I mean, I can't imagine Phil missing a major. Yeah, that's true. And if he does, then I think either one, the repercussions of this letter are way, way greater than what the public is getting led on to believe. Mm-hmm. Or two, the state of Phil's mental health is is way worse than what we're yeah. led on to believe. Which I hope that's not the case, to be honest. And I hope, you know, I hope he's he's getting the help he needs, but like yeah. you said, there's players who have said this is the fill that's always been Phil. Exactly, which was very shocking to me. So, could it all be a facade and Phil's really just a, a POS? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know. I It's going to be interesting to play out. And to add to it, after all this controversy, um, you know, Xander dropped a bunch of players dropped statements. Xander Shoffley dropped his, saying, "I did my due diligence. I looked into it, but at this time, my loyalty has not wavered from the PGA Tour." Mm-hmm. But yeah, like after this came out, a lot of players got asked, "You know, what's your view on the Saudi International Golf League?" Right, right, and most players were. I mean, I don't know what the Saudi League thought they had, but it seems to me that every single player. The money is is great, yes, but they want to win. Exactly, it's one of the most competitive. I mean, the group of the core group of guys we have right now 
when they if they're all saying we're staying at the PGA Tour, they got the mm. Saudi league has nothing. You're right. Because uh, Dan Rapoport or one of the other golf writers literally said all this Saudi league is shaping up to be is a pre-Champions Tour Champions Tour. Mm. Because everyone that's going to be playing true. in it, oh, you got the Henrik Stinsons, who could certainly still win on the PGA Tour, but he's certainly past his prime as well. Right. You got some of those older guys. Um, Stort, Stort Sink could definitely be one of those guys. I mean, he's been doing well, though. Yeah, he would be crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's yeah. definitely... I love Stuart Sink. He's found his niche. But to piggyback off of the Phil, after all this goes down, um, you know it wasn't going to stop. Yeah. So the guy who's kind of the mastermind behind it all... Um, Greg Norman released a letter to Jay Monahan. Yeah, I saw that. And essentially said, um, basically, it was almost a threat. He won't, He said, I hope your lawyers at the PGA Tour are holding their breath. Um, these players are independent contractors. They should be free to play when and where they choose. So be it if it's not on the PGA Tour. Um, he quoted some lawyer of the Federal Trade Commission saying, like, they could take legal action against this. And lastly, the big note of the whole letter. <laughs> the last line. Commissioner, this is just the beginning, and it is certainly not the end. That, why? Why? Just, why do you need to put that in there? I, I don't understand why Greg Norman is the way he is. It's probably the fact that he choked away, like, four ma- uh, <laughs> masters. And he's just salty, <laughs> and he's from Australia, but uh, but <laughs> salty. Oh my. Uh, no, I I don't know. He's been trying to do this for years. This is just an um, man. My vocabulary is drifting away from me. I had a word and I lost it. <laughs> um, but he's done this for years. This is just a carbon copy of something he tried 15 years ago with a different name and different players. Not golfers, I just meant different players and right. the building of the yeah. product. So, we talked about it earlier on in this podcast, not this one's particular, but mm-hmm. earlier, a couple shows ago. Uh, you know, what's going to happen if this league comes to fruition? And we, it seemed like there was a real chance. And within, what, 48 hours, <laughs> gone. There's, there's just nothing. Yeah. Uh, I think that'll always be the case. Because... Yeah. No turn. Players want love money, and you you probably could find if you went to the Corn Ferry Tour or to an eight the Asian Tour or one of those lower tours and picked fifteen guys out of a hat. I bet you could get five to ten of them committed to that kind of tour because maybe they're not having a good season on the Corn Ferry Tour and just I mean it's easy it's money and you're right. guaranteed money, but at the same time, every single one of those guys wants to play in majors. Yeah, they want to they want it's what they've been working towards all their lives. They want to leave a legacy. Exactly. And it, you can't do that at a newly formed tour mm-hmm. with no cut. And it, and it wouldn't be as as a fan. I'm I don't want to watch it if there's no history involved. Exactly. It's yeah. like the it's the Arnold Palmer, you know, I mean the, the Arnold Palmer's coming up this week. I love I love watching it because I remember playoffs and you know, tournament winning putts on yep. 18. Now, granted, Tiger contributed to quite a few <laughs> of those, but, you know, I digress. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see, see how it plays out. Um, definitely kind of more of a political topic, um, something that you don't really, that kind of topic doesn't really come up right. when it comes, yeah. you know. So, 
do you think that with all this coming to light, um, and there's been stuff coming how about the PGA Tour and how how the players, some of the players think it is kind of a dictatorship, like Charlie Hoffman, you know, oh, <laughs> during the waste Charlie. management. <laughs> That's a whole other. We could dive into that, but all you know, yeah. we we know, yeah, 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 big neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think that they will start working with players even more to help with their certain with their situations on the PGA Tour. Um, because all this coming to light is kind of a bad look for the PGA Tour as well because things are coming out that doesn't want to be brought to light. Mm. Um, so I think the commissioner will hopefully um, work with players. I mean, there's a whole committee of players to do so. With Rory McIlroy as yeah. your leader. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's I definitely, I definitely think they're going to work on – implementing some changes for the players and for the fans. Um, that's me just just willing better <laughs> broadcasts. Um, yeah. But I, I do, I think, you know, I, I saw, I literally saw a post. They, I, the PGA Tour is in talks of changing the season to where it's not a wraparound fall. I think the season would start January, mm. Tournament of Champions, Maybe, or they might move the fall tournaments. I'm not really sure how they would do it, and they're talking for that fall chunk of season after the playoffs, doing team events or something maybe joint with the LPGA Tour, but something a little bit more fun for everybody. Right. It's kind of refreshing. And I'm on board with that. The more... My my stance on it is I want to see the LPGA Tour and the PGA Tour figure it out so we can see the best of the best go at it. Yeah, I agree. That'd be really interesting. And it would be, you would just be expanding your fan base. You're getting, then you're getting women watching men's golf. You're getting men watching women's golf. Exposure for sure. And, you know, I think, I think it'd be a lot of fun. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but we'll move on from that. Uh, it's kind of a darker topic, you know, usually we're a little (laughs) lighthearted, but, uh, in other news, Ryder Cup coming up in two years. Mm. Did we see who made captain? Yep, Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson. Yep. How do you feel about that? Well, he he certainly fits the mold of some of our previous captains. Okay. Um, major champion. You can't take that away from him. Um, do you think he's better? Do you think he's... It's, go mentally do you think he's better player or coach i would honestly probably say mentally or uh, <laughs> 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 it's been a long day oh my goodness i don't yeah <laughs> i i'm gonna say uh i think he's probably a better co or player my goodness better player and here's why okay Zach Johnson is notorious for being what? A short hitter. Mm. So when you're tackling some of the courses, I mean, he won at um, Augusta, which you don't have to be the longest hitter at Augusta. Right. That's a lot of ball placement. Sure. And then um, he won the British. Was it when it was at St. Andrews? I'm not positive. Well, he to win, uh, I think. Any British Open. Any British Open. Yeah. He he already has the disadvantage of not hitting it as far. Right. Yeah. So, 
I just think the mental toughness it takes to even even at Augusta where you don't have to be the longest hitter, it still helps. I mean, right. think think of five, think of three. Mm. You know, having having a um, nine iron in compared to a wedge. You know, that's so, true. So I do think he's he was a, he's a great player. Um, for what his he got the most out of his talent that right. he could. He was never going to be a 25-win guy, but he he did what he had to do, and I think he'll it'll translate to being a good coach, but I don't know because we're going over there. That's true. And when we go over there, you know, other than, you know, I, I just I – just, it's tough over there. They are scary good whenever they play. And at home. their fans, their fans are intimidating, dude. And I it's oh. just like because they are. I mean, it's like the USA too. I mean, both the fan bases are so passionate. Absolutely. And like, it makes you nervous. I bet. And I just don't know when you go over there. It doesn't matter if you have. I mean, I don't know who would arguably be the best Ryder Cup captain. I don't. I mean, it's hard to say, but. It would be very interesting to see um, just how how he's gonna do. I mean, I know we had Azinger, we had Furick. I think he's gonna do well, but I also um, overall just don't have a lot of confidence going over over across the pond. That's true, but I mean, we did well. We we will be young again, most likely. And um, we're coming off a Ryder Cup where we just coming, broke the scoring record. Right, which is positives. So it's it's going to – it's I don't know. I wouldn't say I have doubts. Like, I feel pretty confident in the guys we have because they're playing so well and have been, and they're very consistent right now um, still. Um, and, I mean, they're still all going to be up there come the next writer oh, so, I mean they're definitely going to put up a fight and oh, our core group yeah. of of Americans is 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 we're we're in a good spot Ryder cup wise and president's cup yeah, yeah. um so you know I I think it's a good pick it, it's the logical pick who else were they gonna pick mm-hmm. you know I, I just I had nobody else in mind once I saw him as was a vice captain at the last last year's Ryder cup yeah I, I, I had a feeling that that's what was going to happen, but, I mean, I don't know. Who who would you pick? I, I just I, – who is there? I mean, you who was Captain – Freddie Couples? No, I, I would definitely be on board with that. That'd be kind of dope. Freddie Couples is a legend. Yeah. And I, I hate his, his style that he had, like, in the early 90s, late 80s. <laughs> Nobody should look that good in those outfits. <laughs> He just has like that Dude, that California hair, yeah. just and you know how smooth swinging he is. He makes it look so freaking easy. <coughs> so yeah, uh, I'm obviously I'm excited for the Ryder Cup. It's too far away, but it'll come quicker than we you know we even yeah. know. So, um, but let's go ahead. I we've missed a couple tournaments, Chet. I mean, we got we have. I, first of all, uh, I think we met with Marissa the week of the waste management. That's true. Who won the waste management? Oh my gal. You don't you do you remember? Why do I forget? Oh, this is a big one. It was his first first tour win. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, uh, uh, um 
Scotty, right? Yeah, yeah Scotty yeah, yeah, Scheffler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Scotty Scheffler came through. I think um, it kind of came down to the wire. He had a oh, drain. With a, Patrick, yeah, yeah, he drained. Oh, yeah. Uh, he drained a putt on eighteen. He did uh, to win. Um, finally, <laughs> that's all I can say about that. I is was so happy for him. He he was long overdue. Especially, it's nice to see him do it um, at Waste Management because he he had it in his in the palm of his hands last year right. at the Waste Management. Yeah. So. I'm very hyped. I think for for Scotty especially going into major season, you know, if you're better out there, Scotty I think Scotty's going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. I mean, he has always been. Always, honestly. He always has been, but now that he's got that win. Now he's got that win. He's like, "All right, it's go time now." Yeah. You know what I mean? So, very excited for him. Waste management's always fun. Um we saw what? Two or three hole-in-ones on 16 this year. Yeah, which was insane. Which is crazy because prior to this year, it, we hadn't seen a hole so in one since 2015 by Francesco Molinari. Yeah. So, and then of course, with the waste management and the 16th hole. Oh my cow, it's a mess. What? I mean, we see the replay of Tigers when um, Carlos Ortiz made his, and they threw all the beer cans onto the yeah. the hole. What do you think? Do you, do you think? Do you like the throwing of the cans? I mean, it's the, literally the only hole in golf that you really can do that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely. Uh, I mean, I think it's an exception. I don't know. I honestly, I could go either way. I don't really have an opinion on one side or the other. Like, I can see both sides. Sure. Yeah. Um, because you know the classic golf fans, um, you know, like, oh, that's not classy at all. That's not what golf golf's image should be like mm -hmm. which i can understand that but at the same time it's the 16th hole it's the loudest hole in golf you know yeah so, i i think you're right i i think y the response you're gonna get is from older people you're gonna they're gonna be like mm, i hate this you know I, it's yeah. just a disrespect to the game and then you get you get under the age well, now probably under the age of what 55 50 most people are gonna be like that's exciting. That's fun, mm -hmm. and they like to watch it. And I, man, fifty. I guess I could probably lower that a little bit. My rant. Yeah. <laughs> like I said older people, and I'm like fifty five probably would be on board. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I'm on. I'm definitely on the side. Like it's the only hole in golf you can do that. Yeah. And it is so fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Player I mean, it with that many fans. How many was it? Like fifteen thousand people on one hole. Yeah. Which is insane. And they're booing you. Yeah. You miss the green, you yeah. miss a birdie putt, yeah. especially if you bogey. Oh, yeah. So, just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, the next week, we jump right into uh, the great one of the greatest tournaments of the season, I think, the Genesis. Yeah. Uh, Tigers tournament, basically the one-year anniversary of his car accident. Sighting of the big cat. So he was there. He was. He uh, His interviews looked good. He looked healthy. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, you will see me on the PGA Tour. I just don't know when. And did you see the video of him walking up the stairs? I did not. There was a video of him walking up the stairs at the clubhouse. Okay. I don't know if it was a clubhouse. It I was mean, like, there's stairs uh, off the 18th green. Okay, it was probably so that's that. probably what that was. But, I mean, obviously... For Tiger, everyone was filming it and just <laughs> just seeing how he was doing. He looked good. I mean, that's good. Uh, he always looks good. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was very exciting. A very, um, very good tournament. Walking uh, Neiman kind of came away with the win. The first two days, though, 
it didn't look like anyone was going to get close. He fired up an eight under and I mean, an eight under. Wire to wire, man. Yeah. Isn't that right? Stud. Stud. Yeah. So he eight under, eight under, um, three under, and then he shot even in round four. Wasn't he like one of, was it like three other people to win wire to wire? At like age twenty five or whatever, I I believe so. Yeah, it's like like Jordan. Ty- Jordan was one of Jordan them. and Tiger. Tiger, yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, um, and it, I that's. Do you, do you think that's more pressure winning wire to wire than think, it would be you know sitting around top five until the final day? I think it's way more pressure. I think so too. I think going wire to wire is. I I want to know what his mentality was. After Saturday, going into Sunday, well, he or had, even just each day, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, okay, I have the lead on Friday, no big deal. Still got three more rounds to play. You know, you never know what will happen. It's, you know, Friday comes, okay, I'm still in the lead, you know. I'm sitting good. Saturday comes, okay, I'm leading. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what his mentality is. And he is. had a, a pretty good lead on everybody going into Sunday. Yeah. Um, Colin Morikawa tried to make it interesting. He fired up a six under uh, on Sunday to get within two. But, I mean, Joaquin's a stud. I think that's his second PGA Tour win. Uh, he won at the Greenbrier and then yeah. now this. Yeah. Um, and we forget how young he is because he's been around for quite a while. Yeah. Um, just for sponsors, even like I think it's just sponsors exemption where we probably were seeing him in the beginning, and then obviously he got his card and mm-hmm. has been in the FedEx Cup. But an absolute stud who somehow manages to not break his back every time he swings. <laughs> um, and you know the Genesis is a is one of those tournaments. It's like the Arnold Palmer Memorial players where you get more a longer a bigger um, exemption for winning. Yeah, a higher yeah. purse, um, and you get into all the majors yeah. guaranteed for like three years or something. Yeah. Uh, so I'm another guy. I think got to keep an eye on f- at the majors. Yeah, I agree. And he he's got the game to do it. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Do you think his game fits well with Augusta or no? Oh yeah, I think so. Why is that? Um, he likes. I I noticed with him, he. He works the ball pretty well. Okay. And so if you have control of the ball and you're able to and you're confident in working it one way or the other, at Augusta, you said it's about being in the right spot. Yeah. It's true. So uh I do think he gets into a lot of trouble sometimes on the greens. Mm. We've seen him have the lead a couple of tournaments go Thursday, Friday, and then Play he'll he'll play okay Saturday and then his putter just leaves him on Sunday you know yeah. so which I think that's with any golfer yeah you know yeah. <laughs> sometimes it just look at Daniel Berger you know he was oh man strokes gained or leading the field strokes gained putting and then yesterday I don't think he made more than a two footer yeah he struggled he struggled pretty hard um I mean that's golf man you never know what you want to get it's golf is. What's the term I'm looking for? Like a box of chocolates. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, unexpected, I would say. Um, I mean, even weather, which I think golf is one of the most unique sports you can play. It's not like basketball where, you know, it's kind of in a somewhat controlled environment because you're indoors all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, soccer's outdoors too. 
Um, so you got that. But it's just like the weather, like on 18 coming down the stretch, hammering down rain. But it wasn't like that all day, you know? Yeah. So it's just in Sepstraka, um, which I guess we're kind of getting to the, to the Honda a little bit. Which well, is fine. We're, we're, we'll jump back to um, what whatever tournament was last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Genesis? No, Genesis. Genesis. Oh, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, the, last week was. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I know this. I do too. Um, it was in Florida, wasn't it? What? Are, Hang on, what let are me. What are we doing? I don't know. You were finish your point. Yeah, so Sepp Straco finished earlier, obviously, than everyone else. Um, it was raining though with him. But, I mean, those players behind him in the final group had to deal with it longer than he did. So that plays a factor in it as well. So it's just golf's unique in its own way. Well, I was talking to your your padre upstairs. Okay. And he noticed when he was watching, he said you had Sep, um, the other guy in Sep's group that was kind of a nobody, but he was up there. Um, They both were just – it was raining, but they just went out and said – Okay, let's play, you know. And Berger and both Berger and Lowry were both kind of shaking their heads, like let's wait till this downpour ends. Mm. And I and your dad, I mean, your dad did bring up a good point. I was like, I, they should just play. I mean, they shouldn't even have been thinking about the rain. It sucks, yeah, yeah. but there's nothing you can do. You cannot control that. Exactly. And that's what you get when you're, you know, you're literally in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. I, Berger and Lowry both blew that tournament. Yeah, I agree. They both could have easily, they should have, yeah. Berger especially, he had a six shot lead going into the day. Um, so yeah, I, exciting for Sep, <laughs> to be honest, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't really know a lot about Sepp Straka. <laughs> I don't either. Other than the fact that he is the first Austrian to win on the PGA Tour. Let's go. Oh, you're right. It, I'm not. I'm crazy. Uh, it was Waste Management, Genesis, and then the Honda. See, that's what I thought. That's my bad. That is my Come bad. Come on, Hank. Yeah. You look. Look. I can't. I can't memorize all of these. That's that's why there's two of us, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So we're at the Honda last week. We talked to Genesis, Scotty. We mentioned the AT&T a little bit when we had Marissa Steen on. Uh, And this week we are on to probably one of my – oh, man, I say this about a lot of tournaments. It's it's top three favorite tournament of the year, the Arnold Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Um, Just mostly because – It's a sweet course. It's a fun course. Sweet course. 18 is such a good hole. (laughs) Yeah. Such 17's a, even a good hole. Oh, that yeah. part three? Holy smokes. Brutal. It's like, what, 220? Over water. Bunker surrounding it. Yeah. Narrow green that runs away from you, or feeds away from you. And uh, I don't know if you saw the picture on Twitter, but they released a picture of the rough, and it's oh got to be six, six and a half oh inches. Oh, my cow. I mean, if me or you hit into that rough... We're dropping a ball in the fairway, taking a leaf roll because we couldn't find the ball. Yeah. I was like, I know what was here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> of course, the pros have the advantage of uh, you know, flags, people finding yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. But, so, yeah. Uh, who do you, I mean, are we ready for pick'ems? Are we, are we doing? 
I mean, we can. I just remembered we never talked about my experience with. Uh, oh yeah, dive in. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's that's what we. T- I literally said okay. before the show started, okay. Chet. Make sure we bring this up. It's okay. It's not a huge deal, but it was. Uh, hey, we have no order. This is the Muni Pros podcast. Right, you know, you think we play by honors, Chet? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I got to play PGA National uh, home in the Honda Classic. Um. This was last year, I believe. Um. I played it like a week before the Honda Classic. Um. So they had stands up everywhere. You know, it was pretty much in prime. You know. Uh, uh, what is the condition? T- condition. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. But anyway, um, prime condition. Um, greens were just stupid hard. Um, and yeah, I mean this course, it, as well as Augusta, is a lot about ball placement. Um, but you know, I, I never had the experience whenever I played it of you know high winds or even that downpour of rain. Um, it was actually like, I played with Winston, my cousin, um, he got me on there thanks to him. Um, also played with Wes Patterson. It's on the world long drive tour. Um, she's a beast and also Jacob Galladay. It's also on the world long drive tour. Check him out. Um, but, uh, what was my point? Oh yeah. They said, uh, it was pretty much the calmest they've ever played it as well. So, I mean, I pretty much lucked out. I'm not saying it made it easier by any means. It definitely it made was, it easier. It made it easier, but, but it still, was still yeah. so hard. And it was a blast. I'm glad I got a, got the chance to do it. Um, um, but yeah. What'd you shoot? So, <laughs> well, I was playing pretty well. I was one under um, through 14, and obviously – Everybody who knows the Honda Classic, or if you don't know, 15 through 17 is the Bear Trap. It is three ridiculously hard golf holes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we have, I have some stats. So, um, but uh, I was one under going into 15. Um, we tried to play the, we played as far back as we could, but they had like the, you know, the pros tees marked off just because it was the week before and don't want to ruin them. Um, but, so, it was, like, 15 was what? It was, like, 160 on the dot, if I remember correctly. I hit an 8-iron. T-ball, <laughs> it got to me, because there was people watching, too, like, from their houses along the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ranger came up, you know, was talking to us. He was awesome. He obviously knew Wes and Jacob. Um, and so, they're all sitting there watching, and I had to go first, of course, and I just chunked it right in the water <laughs> it was like a toe chunk almost got there actually um i clubbed up just to be safe but still it was right in the water but hey you know hey you, you just gotta hit in the water i feel like. i feel you like get if the you're, full experience if you're on 17 or 15 or 17 at Agu- or augusta uh tpc you gotta hit it in the water that's what I'm you're thinking. obligated yeah yeah you, know? you gotta get the full experience if you tell somebody you played 17 and you say like oh i birdied it or i parted it they won't believe you. But yeah. if you say like, "Hey, I hit one in the water," they'll be like, "I would too." That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I uh I bogeyed that one. Um and then 16, par 4, all about the tee shot pretty much. Um I drew it a little too much. I was in the left rough, but it was sitting up pretty nice. Um hit it on the green, two putt par. 
Okay. Look at you. Which is good. Look at you. Yeah. So you're even now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 17 comes around, which that hole was surrounded by grandstands. Um, I mean, obviously nobody was there, but still, it was really cool. Um, and I have a video of it, which I can post if you want me to. Doesn't matter. Please do. Okay. <laughs> um, but 17, that was like 155. Pin was middle right. Wasn't a very hard pin, but still, nerves got to me again. Hit it in the water again. <laughs> I overcut it. Hit it in the water. Should just aim for the middle of the green instead of going flag hunting. You should. You know, I wanted to finish under par. But, um, so hit that in the water. I made double on that one, unfortunately. Um, it's a two over. And then 18, we were trying to beat daylight. Ranger let us try to finish um, part 18. So. Well, I bet you if you weren't trying to beat daylight, you might have birdied 18. Uh, maybe. It's yeah. a par five. Yeah. and Dude, you know. on one hole, I forget which one it is. I think it's number four. Is three the par three? Oh, uh, dude. I correct? Have, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it was par f- long par four. The pros, or it's actually a par five for amateurs. Like, they okay. normally play as par five, but they play it as a par four for the pros. Sure. Um, So that hole... <laughs> Um, I mean, it's fairly straight, but there's water all along the left side of the hole. Okay. Um, and the green kind of feeds back left and into the water. Um, but that hole, you know, I hit the fairway. Wind was straight into us. Um, I hit the fairway. It was fine. Then Wes and Jacob step up to the tee. They just mash it probably 100 yards past me. Probably more. They can bomb it, dude. It's insane. I... My bur- my back would break. I'd tear an ACL, <laughs> dude. Swinging that hard. But yeah, they're just yeah, they're really good. So, um, yeah, it was a good time. I'm glad I got to do Finish it. Finished two over, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah. a, I mean, I would take First two time over. First planet, man. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and it, that's so basically this past week, or is it for the forever? Um, Honda, PJ National leads the tour in most bogeys, doubles, or triples, right? Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up. Bogeys, doubles, triples, balls in the water, um, scored a par. Like, worst scored a par. Let me bring it up. So, take a guess at what scored a par is. Um, for Yeah, for a Honda Classic this year. I'm trying to think of the, of what score to par means. Like so, like if they played the t- course, you know, on average one under minus one, uh, minus two or plus. Or I would say, I mean, the cut was like plus three, plus two, plus two. Yeah. So I would probably say even or one under. Average score to par was plus one point three. Whew. Bogies one thousand three hundred eight. This is just for PGA National. Double bogeys, 232. Triples are worse, 33. That's crazy. Guess how many water balls? Uh, let's see. I mean, it's got to be 700. Oh, no. 289. <laughs> Close. <laughs> I don't even know why I said 700. <laughs> 6,000. <000. laughs> I don't even... 6,000 shots weren't even taken. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's just how hard it is. Like, it's a very difficult course. I kind of wish I would have played it with wind just to see how bad I would have shot. I agree. I mean, you d- Winston, get the f- I think Winston shot, like, three under. Like, 
He plays well down south. Like, he's scary good at down south. I don't get it. But, yeah, I mean, he's played that course a ton. That was, like, his home course whenever he went to college down there. But That is – it's interesting. I mean, and what's sad, truthfully, is that the Honda Classic, it used to bring everybody – and we're uh, the field with the new schedule changes. Mm. You're seeing this field dwindle down. We had Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, as dude, far- he couldn't make a stinking putt to save his. Oh, life. he was bad. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I so it's it's sad to see because it's a great golf course and it's fun to watch. So why doesn't Jordan ever play it? Like I kind of want to see him play it. I don't know, and there's a lot going on with Jordan's schedule right now. He's not playing mm-hmm. this week. He's not playing the Valspar, which is a usual stop well, for him. I mean, he did just have a kid, so. Brother's Wedding is the Valspar, and this one, Ooh. this one, I'm going to assume is probably baby stuff. Yeah. He just wants to be. And, I respect it. And here's the thing, too. It Just because he's not playing this week or the Valspar, he uh, contractually is obligated to play a certain amount of tournaments. So he is yeah. going to play at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. Am I upset? Yes, especially because <laughs> Jordan had a chance last year at Arnold Palmer. So yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, let's do pickums. Okay. Uh, I need to bring up the list. <laughs> it is the API. Do they uh, even have? It is Monday, isn't it? Yeah, it's we should. Be tough. We should have. Um, oh, and and other news for the Arnold Palmer. Um, Bryson withdrew the defending champion. Yes. He hasn't played in a long time because of his injuries. Well, I have a theory that's just like so stupid um, with Bryson. Um, but did he come out with a statement saying that he's uh, committing to PGA Tour or not? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's he did. what I thought. But yeah, I was going to say like um, because he hasn't been playing, he's secretly committed to the Saudi International Golf League because. If you do that, you can't play on PJ Tour. You know what I mean? Yeah, it but would be. Yeah, yeah. He already. I I figured he already came up with a statement. It would just be um, crazy to me if he. I mean, Bryson just has. He's just too much. <laughs> the whole swing speed thing, and now the injuries, yeah. and he's saying it's not on because of the swing speed, but it's clearly like that has to have some effect. You know? Right. I just I just don't get it. Also, they have. I'm still looking at the old leaderboard. I don't know why, but it's on the PJ Tour app. It has uh, list you, of the field. You talking the fantasy? Or? No, just PJ Tour app. Oh. If you don't have it pulled up, I can just switch. Yeah, my that phone that, that that's perfect. All right. Want All right. Pick first. Yeah, sure, Chet. All right. Let me scroll through. I don't even know who's all playing. It's a lot of somewhat big names actually. Um Man. I always take a while whenever I make my picks, don't I? Well, I mean that hamster's gotta start running and get the wheel spinning, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with Sam Burns. Oh, you normally pick them, but I just said I won't pick them this time. I do normally pick them. Um, oh, yeah. I am going to go with, let's see here. Who Who's trending in the right direction? You know, I'm going to, I pick them all the time. I'm going to stick with it. Victor. 
Hovland. He stole him. He's a legend. All right, I love him. I I almost want to say he's going to have a better career than Colin Morikawa when it's all said and than done. Whoa. I know. Whoa. I stand I by. I mean, it. they're both very very good. Yeah, they're both going to be around for a while. Um. Let's go with Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. Have we ever picked him? I think you've picked him once. Okay. Once. W- once. Billy Horschel. Once. Um, not a bad pick. He he can. I feel like he he's one of those guys who can oh just win any given week. Man, I want to pick Ricky, but it's like it's so hard to. He's just he barely made the cut. He's just a mess, man. I I just wish he would. It's getting to his head, I think. Oh, it has to be. I mean, it'd get to my head too, obviously. There's a reason we're talking about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and not and not playing. It's my head and playing against you. Yeah. Because I'm incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I picked Maury. Oh. Or I picked Rory McElroy. Oh, I didn't even see him. It's a mistake. I think I misspelled McElroy. Oh, oh. I go with old John Rahm. Yeah, I mean that's a given. Yeah. John Rahm, uh, who by the way, listeners out there, is just an animal. He's consistently like in the top ten every every week. I just don't understand. Um, and let's see. I'm gonna go with an oddball here. I'm gonna go Sahith. Ooh. He is trending. He is. He's had a had a couple good weeks. I'd like to see him waste management. What? You'd like to see him what? Oh, I thought you were I was just saying uh, he <laughs> performed well at the waste <laughs> management. Sorry. I'd like to see him get get a breakthrough win. He's definitely got the game. Yeah. And he, you know, from our first episode, he is not from South Africa. He's from Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to Scotty Scheffler. Oh my goodness. Stole him, didn't I? You did. Scheffler. Um, let me see what I got here. Um, I'm gonna go Will Zalatoris. <sighs> Dirty dog. Is Brooks not playing this week? I don't think so. That's surprising. I haven't seen one. You know what? I'm gonna give my boy Max Homa a shot. That's who I was gonna pick for my last one. <laughs> um, and for my last one, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Do it, Ricky. I'm gonna do Ooh. it. He's gonna. He's gonna find it. You know, if I were to pick him, he wouldn't perform well, but he will perform well for you for some reason. I sure hope so. Yeah, I heard it sure. Will happen. I sure hope so, Chet. But uh, folks, we are getting that to that time of year. Spring is on the way. First round of of our season is this upcoming Saturday. Yeah, and, and if you need uh, apparel, yeah, that's what I, that's where I was going oh, with okay. this, Chet. Yeah. Sure. yeah, we go ahead. Well, my whole my whole flow was thrown off. So spring's coming up, is what spring, you're yeah. Spring is coming up, Chet, yeah. and there's no better place for you to get your new golf apparel, hats, shirts. I think they even have shorts, uh, flags, fl- jackets. Yeah, they do have pullovers. Yep. Flagstick golf apparel. Uh, you can get ten percent off using the the code Muni Pros M U N I P R O S all lowercase. That'll get you ten percent off. And uh, it'll get us a little little drop in the bucket as well. So uh, we, of, of course, want you to support them. We 
always appreciate you listening. Um, Chet, you got any final words? Uh, Just thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Last two episodes have done well, so we appreciate that. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. Keep tuning in. Um, We got a lot of fun stuff coming up for you guys this summer. Uh, It's hard. You know, we we really enjoy doing this, but... um, we're, you're, we're really going to shine when it's actually golf season in the state That's of right. Ohio. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll get some live matches for you, yep. me and Chet, dynamic duo. So um, as always, this is the Muni Pros Podcast. I'm Henry Bourne alongside my good friend. I'm Chad Jamison. And uh, we will you know, be safe out there and tune in next week. Yep, take care.